because you have a very special guest with me for the first hour of the show tonight, my very good friend, Megan Heidelberg. What's up? What is going on? From Channel 7, your Carolina with Jack and Megan, Monday through Friday morning. You guys are on at 9 now, right? At is 9, right? yes. So 9 to 10. Yes. We used to be 10, so I got to make sure I get that right. It's a fun it's show, yeah. and you do great at it, and you're an incredible host, but you love sports. And yes. Megan and I used to do this show with some of our friends called uh -huh. The Ring. We've done that the last couple of years. And the only person that I know that is close to as busy as I am in the upstate is you. Well, and we just couldn't figure out a way to make it work this year. So it's kind of a semi-ring reunion. I like it. You I do like too. It. I do too. So it's uh, it's great to be here. Hey, if you guys want to give us a call, 654-7627. We've got a caller already. Uh, the Braves divert Ugh. your eyes. I literally had a knot in my stomach as I was watching uh, the first half of the first inning go down, Megan. And I was worried tonight a little bit because, hey, we've got to do this show. And how am I going to watch? How am I going to keep an eye on the Braves? And I've got facts and producing in the back. And we're, we're going to be doing updates and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we just couldn't figure out a way to make that work. And they made it work for us. The most runs ever given up Ugh. in an inning in the history of the postseason. So I think it's my fault. What? It's my fault. I'm very sorry. My son, Griffin, is... Uh -huh. A baseball fan, okay, and he's just kind of getting into like really liking the Braves and uh -huh. Freddie Freeman. So he just had a yeah. birthday. He got a Freddie Freeman jersey. He's wearing that jersey today, the first time he's worn it. I will not let him wear oh, it again. Yes, no. I know my fault, my fault. And I watched about ten minutes of the game yes. before I came on here. This was when it was still seven nothing. Oh, when, so was, before uh, it got bad. Yes, so I was like, okay, I'll quit watching. It was my fault, but yeah. Well, after tonight, My the Braves man. are still going to be up 2-1 in the series. So uh, Get it out of the way now. Get all those runs out of the way, and then the Braves will take it the next two, and it'll be fine. Then off to the World Series. Absolutely. Well, I did not expect callers early in the show, but I am <laughs> going to jump to uh, J.J. real quick here. J.J., man, you're calling about something other than the Braves, please. First of all, Mark Childers, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Let's just get Thanks, straight man. to the point. We said on Monday, 7 the Braves in seven. So, yep, we, you did you say know, on Monday, Braves in seven. Not, yep, we'll we'll lose this one. We'll probably lose if we play Kershaw. You know, depend on who he's going to be up against. Uh, so, you know what? We're going to take our lumps. We know we're going to lose at least three. I mean, if we're going to win, it's going to be seven. I don't see us beating the Dodgers. You know, quickly. It just ain't going to happen. So, you know what? We're good. We're good. We're not going to worry about it. My question. I like your attitude. You, yes. The Falcons, the Jets, and the Broncos. As we know, these three are probably going to be the three leading go getters in the draft this coming year, based on how they're playing right now. Possibly. Do you Possibly. See a scenario. I see this. I see one team that would take Matt Ryan from us and take his cap, and I think that's the Broncos because. Elway has always been a huge fan of Matt Ryan. And I think Elway would rather have Matt Ryan in Denver, the group that he's got right now. Would you agree with that? JJ, that's a good uh, that's a good question. So Falcons, if you're gonna unload Matt Ryan, Jets and Broncos as the most likely destination, and John Elway loves Matt Ryan. What what do you think? If you're a Falcons fan. I, he's got, I think he's got one year left on his deal. 
Are you going to unload Matt Ryan and just do a complete reboot? Are you going to try to kick, stick him around? And if he's going to leave, where might he go? What are your thoughts? And you're bringing in T-Law, hopefully? Oh, gosh. Well, I want, I want <laughs> T-Law to go to Washington. Right. Um, but I would settle for Atlanta. That'd be a nice that home would, for him. Yeah, nice mm-hmm. and close. Family kind of lives in the area. Yep. Why not keep Matt Ryan for a year and let him... Yeah. I mean, if you could get a... You know, if you could be tutored by someone like Matt Ryan for a year, that's not a problem. Absolutely. But the Falcons probably want to unload him. I think that's a good question, JJ. Uh, the Broncos would be an interesting place, mm-hmm. and who knows? I mean, there's so many quarterbacks moving around all the time now. What about uh, what about New England? I mean, I know Cam's doing well up there. What if does he pop up to New England and restructure his deal and I mean, ride a few years up there? I mean, I think there's a lot of options. Yeah, are you talking about Matt Ryan? Or are you talking about Trevor? I'm talking about Matt Ryan. No, I think if you got Cam and he's doing good yeah. up there, yeah, uh, ride that out as long as you can. Yeah, no doubt. So good, uh, good question there, JJ. We're going to be talking uh, college football, NFL, whole first hour. If you do want to call six five four seven six two seven, ask me, Megan, anything that you like. Um, so the big news is, in case you have not heard, and I think that means you have no alerts on your phone or no fellow sports fans that are hitting you on uh, text or social media. Um, Nick Saban has COVID. He is, has a positive test. He left the facility immediately mm-hmm. and a massive impact on the biggest game of the year so far in college football. What are your thoughts? Is it sad that your very first thought was like, oh gosh, is the game going to be canceled? Oh, I didn't even think about that. That wasn't Saturday? my first thought. That w- then my second thought was like, oh, Saban, you'll be fine. He's a fighter. He'll be fine. I'm not worried yeah, about it. It'll be COVID. You feel it'll like be, Nick Saban's just yeah, going like, to yell Saban. at him. But I <laughs> was thinking just because, okay, are there other players? Like, I mean, he's, at first, clearly he's been around people. Yep. So, you know, they canceled their, or postponed the Florida, Florida and LSU, LSU game. Mm-hmm. Missouri, Vandy. Yep. Postponed. So, but this Georgia-Auburn, I mean, Georgia-Alabama game. <sighs> Hopefully, you know, no other players have it, but it's the AD has it, too. Yes, Greg Byrne has it as well. So, obviously, there's probably some kind of commonality there. And we're starting to see, you know, before, Megan, it was just group of five stuff that we were seeing canceled. Mm -hmm. And I, in the back of my mind, at least, could kind of chalk it up to, well, hey, I understand. They don't maybe have the the money, the testing procedures. Maybe you can't keep them in quite the bubble that you can at big schools. But we're seeing some big games now being canceled. And now... The SEC was kind of bragging last week about how they we waited until later than everyone else yeah. to see how well it's going. Now it's going much worse than it is for any other conference. Well, what the did Mullen say? We're like the epitome of health. Yeah. <laughs> Here we're, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's hard. You got college kids. I mean, I think they're doing the best they could. I mean, we were, you know, happy at first. Maybe we just got, you know started bragging a little bit too soon but i think it's kind of been everywhere you've kind of started to see an uptick everywhere not just colleges obviously yeah i think we are seeing it everywhere so lsu florida today was canceled now nick saban has it what do you feel like i mean i don't know i'm not saying that nick saban isn't important but alabama can still win this game without nick saban i mean he has very seasoned coordinators i'm sure he can be a part of the game planning from his house on a zoom call he just can't stand on the sidelines on saturday are the coordinators but there might be some way to be able to figure that out too well are the coordinators allowed to do anything without nick saying okay yes well, you, can, you can walk that's yes, a good question you can go to the bathroom now because i don't think they're allowed to do anything unless he commands that it happens so yep. i don't know i mean Clearly, the team can play, but it's just a completely different situation when he's on the field. Could you, uh, you know, there's little robots where you put the iPad on the top and you put somebody's face on it. Could yeah. you do that on the sidelines? I mean, have have any coaches with COVID? I know Les Miles had it. A couple of others have had it. 
Is there some way to zoom them in or have them be a part of it? There has to be. There has to be. Is there? I, I can't imagine. There's. A, are there rules against that? Uh, I don't know. Has Kiffin said anything about it yet? I kind of want to get. I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure there's some kind of. I want to get his Twitter page real quick and see. Coming, but he didn't want to pile. You don't want if you're Kiffin. No. You don't want to pile on too quick because you just played him. I mean, you right. shook his hand after the game. I'm assuming they shook hands yeah. or maybe even bro hugged or something. Yeah. It's really weird times, and uh, whenever, you know, each week, because I do all the stuff with Clemson on Saturdays, mm-hmm. and literally as I'm preparing Thursday and Friday night, I say to my kind of say to myself is, I'm just thankful that we're playing right. this weekend, and that, I kind of try to carry that over in the broadcast. Hey, we're here another week, mm-hmm. and it's really easy to forget that it's been fairly smooth sailing for Clemson and the ACC so far. Now, Clemson, remember, was one of the first schools to come back, and... The, everybody got COVID. Like, right. I mean, you know, they had all the people tested, and now everyone's like, oh, you know, the sky is falling. Clemson found a way through it, didn't have any hospitalizations or anything. It's Do, just weird times. But, Why are we having a, This is what we're talking about, the first 10 minutes of the show. Right. I know, but what we say that, like, at the beginning, it's like, I mean, okay, yeah, you don't want anyone to be sick, clearly. Right. But I was like, if you're going to get sick, get sick back in August. <laughs> I mean, you know, yes. they're like, Herd immunity. Uh, yeah, again, you don't want anybody to be sick because you you don't know who it's going to you know affect clearly. But get out of the way, and then you can kind of come back and everything be better. It's really interesting. So obviously, that's going to have a bit. I mean, that's one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today. Have a big impact on that game. I was going to pick Bama, and I'm planning on doing it in my pick this week on the Roar and everything else going on. Were you? So let's talk about it like we would have talked about it before Nick Saban got COVID. Were you going to pick Alabama, or were you leaning towards Georgia already? I was leaning towards Georgia. Really? Yes, one hour and ten minutes ago, I would have said Georgia. I think I'm, I'm still leaning towards Georgia. Because of Georgia's defense? What are your thoughts Georgia's on Georgia's defense it? looks legit. Yes, they're elite. Okay. I kind of like Stetson. First of all, his name is just awesome. Yes. I mean, right? You know, sounds like a Georgia quarterback name. Yes. It's like our guy coming in, Gunner. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's a, if your name's Stetson, you're going to be able to throw the ball. Yes. He's done a good job. But I like I, I like their defense a lot. And just the fact that, you know, they haven't won since, what was it, 2002? Was that the last time, Georgia? That might beat, be. Beat, it's been a while. Bama. It's, mm-hmm. it's been a long time. They kind of, you know, they're 5 and 1 against them. Alabama's had their number. I think yeah. this could be the year. I think it's either 21-0 and or 22-0, and Nick Saban against former coordinators. Not one has ever beaten yeah. him. It has to happen. I feel like Sometimes. when it happens at some point, then like three in a row are going to get him. Yeah. Is this the year that it could happen? So I'm trying to think pre-Nick Saban has COVID as well. I just think, you know, kind of like uh, what happened with Clemson, not as dramatic, but kind of like with Clemson, Virginia two weeks ago. Right. Um, the Clemson defense looked like they couldn't handle a running quarterback. Things got a little sloppy late in the game. They didn't score as many points as everyone thought. And suddenly the sky is falling. But that was the perfect kind of game to play before you play a big game against Miami because the coaches can go and yell at everybody all week, get them fired up, and have them ready to play. It's the worst defensive performance in the history of a Nick Saban team last weekend. So you know he was just going to chew on the defense all week long. So I expect the defense to be significantly better and them to be highly motivated. I'm a big fan of when Clemson doesn't play a great game early in the season against a bad team because I think it helps. Right. Am I overthinking this too much? I know. I think <laughs> y'all's idea of not playing a good game is when you only win by like 30 yeah, points. Exactly. I mean, yeah. so, you know, yeah. that, that's a little bit different. But no, I, I with them, you know, I mean, that was a crazy game. Yes. Kiffin kind of had his, you know what I mean? Oh, it's unbelievable. For sure. You're like, ooh, okay, Ole Miss. But again, Ole Miss has no defense. All they can do is score. So... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But now that Saban's not on the sideline to give him the death stare, like, remember what we talked about? I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, maybe he does it over Zoom now. That's right. what I'm saying. Maybe he's on an iPad and they just take him around and it's just I'd be him like, staring. Close that book. Sorry, coach. Bad connection. Bad connection. Bad coach. connection on Saban. Can't hear you, coach. He'd still be mad at you, oh, even yeah. if you said, even if you said bad connection. Yeah. That'd be pretty funny. Hey, uh, we've got uh, Dave from Simpsonville on Northland Communication phone lines. Dave, what's going on, man? Not much, guys. Hope you guys are having a great evening. So, yes, sir. With you, you said Florida's game is is that canceled completely, or is it postponed no. to a later date? Florida's game is postponed, I believe, until December 12th is what they're uh, targeting now. Uh, so Florida LSU will be December 12th, and the SEC championship game would be December 19th. Wow. So you're pushing, now you're looking at maybe even pushing the playoffs back even further uh, into January as we get going with this thing. But, you know, going to this uh, Alabama-Georgia game, and yes. everybody's talking Georgia up as, as they are going to be this great giant out of the East. But I still contend, who have they really played this year so far that is equal to the test of an Alabama offensively? Where, where offensively has Georgia been, Georgia's defense been tested? Now, they came out sluggish against Arkansas. Okay, you got first game yep. sluggish. We'll give you that. But... Auburn and Tennessee. There's no way in this world. Not good. Auburn not good offenses. Right. So why does it? Why does it automatically go to Georgia's defense is going to be the best, and they're going to push Bama around? I, I just I can't see it. I don't see Kirby as being the coach that's going to be able to knock this Alabama team with or without saving out. I just don't think that they've got – they don't have the intangible. They may have the athletes. I just don't think that they have the intangible to come in and beat this team, especially not down in, 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 in Tuscaloosa. David, I think you're making some good points here. I mean, Georgia has not played an elite offense yet, and this is kind of where I was going with why I was leaning towards Alabama a little bit also. You know, the Georgia defense hasn't played an offense like they're going to see with Alabama. So is the Georgia defense elite? I feel like the Georgia defense is elite, but I also feel like I'm giving them credit for the fact that they're always elite or have been for the last four or five years because it's been Auburn and Tennessee, two team, two teams that are not elite offensively. So... You've got a juggernaut offense in Alabama. You've got a juggernaut defense, or at least they both appear to be. They right. both appear to be. I mean, Alabama hasn't played a good defense, so maybe their offense isn't as good. That's the clash of the Titans there. So you're going defense, and I'm kind of saying, well, I think Alabama's going to find a way to score some points. I mean, Bama's O-line is sick. Yes. You know, it's, Oh, yeah. It's, it's shoving it's people happened. around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's keeping Mac Jones straight, but, yeah. Well, great. So that was pre-COVID, Nick Saban COVID talk. Does it change your mind now? No, it just I mean, it, reinforced it. <laughs> well, well, I mean, right, because you were picking yeah. George already, and right. it makes me more hesitant. I don't know. I'm just going to have to think this one through this week, and I wonder how the spread's going to move. I mean, how, how often does he see a spread move on a coach on a, issue? I know. It's probably going to move. How many coaches would this affect, too? We were kind of talking about it, you know? If yeah. last champ gets... Th- COVID? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you about this in the next segment. So uh, Megan's yeah, a big yeah. South Carolina fan, so we're yeah. definitely talking Gamecocks and Tigers next segment. Yeah. The uh, It would be hard-pressed, I think, to find a coach 
for me, I'm just kind of trying to think through everybody that could have a bigger impact being out than Nick Saban. I can't think of one. I Kirby mean, Smart was out. What, what kind of impact would that have on you for Georgia? Some, I mean, I think that would, I think that would have an impact too. Is Kirby the one that called the fake punt yep. in 18? So some people would say, get, if he's not there, maybe that will help us. I don't know. Exactly. You're not going to make any. You're going to play to win. That's 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 the other thing, right? We haven't seen. This is not the kind of game that Georgia wins. And this is not the kind of game that Georgia wins under Kirby Smart, like, at all, right? right? He doesn't beat Alabama. I feel like when the spotlight is the brightest, Georgia finds a way to not play their best game and loses. And a lot of times I feel like it's because of hesitant and questionable coaching decisions. I don't know. So easy to say that when you're sitting at home. On I the know. Cut, you know, because if that fake punt works, oh, you're, you're, you're a hero. You're, you're the ultimate genius. You're a genius. You beat your, your former buddy, you know? Also, you know, you know me well enough to know. I can't stand the Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, I, I don't I don't make any bones about it. I live right. down in Atlanta forever. I was told every year the Georgia Bulldogs are going to be national champs, sports talk. That's all you heard about. I uh, I don't like the Georgia Bulldogs. That's going to impact my pick this weekend. Do you weekend. like, would you <laughs> rather have to cheer for the Cowboys or the Bulldogs? I would cheer for the Bulldogs 100 times okay. out of 100 okay. times Just over the Cowboys. Sure. That's crazy stuff. That was easy. Yeah, <laughs> that, no. that was easy. Next. It absolutely was. All right. Hey, uh, Mark Childress here hanging out with uh, Megan Heidelberg. We are going to take a break. Phone lines will remain open, 654-7627. If you want to get in and talk to us, we're going to be talking Clemson. We're going to be talking South Carolina in the next segment. This is the Mark Childress Show. Winning season returns at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means Survivor, Super Contest, and Squares. At MyBookie, winning season means hitting all your parlays and props with your feet up, watching your team trounce their rivals. Rejoice. It's time to celebrate the NFL season. Invest in your intuition. Use promo code WCCP and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play, designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting at MyBookie. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Use promo code WCCP and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, only at MyBookie. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Inspiration is amazing. It can turn this into this. Put it all together and you get something special. Views is putting it all together with a special price. 99 cents for your Views Also Power Unit. Available in-store and at Views.com. Views, charge beyond. Vapor products. Underage sale prohibited. 99 cents plus tax. Pod sold separately. Website restricted age 21 and over tobacco consumers. Interested in a career in healthcare, manufacturing, or computers? 
How about paying tuition that's as low as $35 per credit hour? The South Carolina Workforce Industry Needs Scholarship is available this fall for students majoring in critical workforce areas. The Tri-County tuition rate applies to residents of Anderson, Oconee, and Pickens Counties, but other eligible SC residents receive significant discounts as well. For eligibility details and a complete list of majors, go to tctc.edu slash scwins. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and that means it's time for our annual Tigers for Tatas campaign here at The Roar. Last year, because of your generosity, we raised $125,000. Let's keep it going. All money raised goes to Dabo and Kathleen's All In Foundation to help fight breast cancer locally. You can donate, purchase pink wristbands and t-shirts on our website, wccpfm.com. Every cent counts. Tigers for Tatas 2020, let's make it our best year yet. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Welcome back in, everyone, to the Mark Childress Show. We are live over on Facebook as well. we got a good crowd over here. Come get in the comments. Go to the Roar's Facebook page. Go to the Mark Childress Show's Facebook page if you want to see what's going on. Mark Childress here with Megan Heidelberg in studio with me. Megan, I'm really excited to have you here with me today. Yay, thanks for inviting me. This is like, like old times. It is. Megan and I uh, used to do a show together called The Ring, uh, which we always enjoyed. Megan is a big South Carolina fan. Woo-woo. Uh, I am a big Clemson fan. We're going to be talking Gamecocks and um, Tigers, this segment, and I have a treat for you, Megan. What? On the phones right now is Gamecock Will is on with us. Finally, someone. There we go. Gamecock Will, what's going on? You have a fellow fan in uh, Megan Heidelberg here uh, to hang out with. Well, you know, J.J. was almost right. The real icon, the myth, the legend is Megan, so... Yes, I, I am not the the time. myth, the legend. <laughs> yep, she's awesome. I, I see Megan on TV all the time, and she's great. That's all you say about Megan. I mean, she she's great. Oh, love you, Gamecock. Well, thank you, thank you. I, I love you too. But uh, for as uh, I get to Megan, <laughs> I get to Megan in a minute. But I want to talk about the Bama Georgia game for a minute. All right. I'm like, I'm like you, Mark. I mean, I'm sorry, Megan, but I have to go with Mark on this. Alabama's got too much offense. Now, I got a question for you, Mark. If somehow, yep. some way, Georgia beats Alabama, does that count against winning against saving the teacher? Because That's a really good question. I guess that wouldn't count as Saban being beat by one of his former assistants because he's he not coaching. The game. That's a really good look at you, Gamecock oh. Will. I hadn't even thought about that. I, that would not count. So maybe he would knew he was going to lose and had to have a way out, a graceful way out. So he got COVID on. He got COVID on purpose. So okay, he have COVID on purpose. Way All right, out. this is where we're going here this early in the show. Conspiracy theories are flying. Hey, Gamecock Will, that's a really good point. In my opinion, that would not count. Okay, I just thought I'd bring that up since I'm a legend. You know, I, that's what legends do, bring up stuff. As far as, uh, <laughs> what if he's on Zoom? 
Yeah, what if he is? What if, uh, if this is what Zoom. we were talking about, Gamecock Will? If you, it sounds like you were listening. What if he's on Zoom in some way and involved in some way? Does that count? I don't know. Well, didn't well, did the coach, coach from the, uh, what do you call it, upstairs, or coach from his house or something like that? Well, I, Hugh Freeze last year coached from, from a bed, from a bed but he back. was but he was at the stadium, right? At the stadium in the bed after back surgery. Could you not? I mean, you're playing at home. Could you not like have some type of bubble? box or something, a, a bubble. bubble box for for Nick to come in and sit in a box all by himself? And there's all this could go in a million like different directions. The Bama bubble. Stuff. There has to be a Bama bubble. Yeah, Bama Bama bubble. Like <laughs> franchise in that now. Got one. It's got, it's got to be Bama. I just, I just don't yes. see Georgia scoring enough points against Alabama. I mean, I, they're going to have to score. If Alabama gets a jump on, it's over anyway. So they can't let water it go. It could over. be. But, but I got a question for Megan. Now, Megan, I'm a huge Gamecock fan, as Mark told you. Now, how do yes. you feel about Muschamp? I feel that during this time of year, I feel like there shouldn't be coaches on – the, the block. This is such a weird mm. year. So I feel really guilty even talking about someone, you know, losing a job during these kind of COVID times because I think it's crazy what they've had to do, the limitations and stuff. It's like right when I'm like, oh, we want somebody new. We want something new. Then, you know, they bring in people like Bobo and then they we start getting, you know, some of these recruits. You get like the gunner. So you can start seeing that there are things down the line. But then it's like, but then what can we do with them? We've had so much talent before and hasn't really done a lot with that talent. So it's like, all right, now that we're getting some good talent in, can we coach them up? Do we have the right coaches in place? Can we can we do it? And if we can, then then keep them. But if not, at some point, feeling, <laughs> I'm ready to win is, again. I want the clowny era back. So my feeling is, Megan, is we can win. Carolina can spur it and prove that. But I feel like most chance a good man, a great recruiter, a good defensive coordinator. I don't. I just don't think he's a head coach. You know. I, that's how I feel about most champs. But I think he's got to go myself. But, you know. That's my opinion. But, but yeah, I got one more question for Megan. I hang up. What hey, you got? How does it feel like working with Jack Roper? <laughs> it's the, it keeps you on my toes every day. I have no idea what he's going to say. So it's great. <laughs> it's great. Does he let you drive the bathtub machine? <laughs> Say it again. I couldn't. Yeah, hear. I didn't understand either. Gamecock will. He, he let you drive the bathtub car. Yes, but he always puts me in the slow one. He gets to go in the fast one <laughs> that produces bubbles. <laughs> All right, Mark. Y'all, you and Megan have a great show, bro. We will. Gamecock will. Always uh, good to hear from you. Northland Communication phone lines. Awesome. 864-654-7627. I didn't know. I am not aware of the bathtub car. What? You don't know about the bathmobile? Do you guys race? Are there two? Well, can, there you got to fill me in here. I don't know what he's talking about. So Jack, you know, does all the bathfitter commercials. Oh, and they, yes. Yes. And so they made a bathtub that he can drive. And we got to race them one time at Floor Field. Back when you were like allowed to be around people. When was that? <laughs> and do so. It's a long time ago when there were events and you got to go to them and we raced them. And I had a slow one and his was fast. So, so you think um, he intentionally gave you the oh, slow yeah. one so he could beat you? Yeah, he knows I'm competitive. I was trying to bring him. Yeah.
Interesting. I didn't know about the uh, the bathtub oh, yeah. cars. That's good stuff. Hey, so you guys, uh, since I did provide Megan with the way to hear the callers for this segment, uh, give us a call at 654-7627. You know, that's a really good point that Gamecock Will, he called me on Monday, too. I filled in for Walt, and he had some good points there. Gamecock Will, you're on a roll, man. Keep it up. I hadn't even thought about that because we were just talking about it before. It doesn't count as beating a former assistant if the coach isn't there. Has he had any part of the game planning up until this point. I'm going to say of course yeah. he has. So then it, it, it has to count. You're physically not there, but he's going to be there. It counts. Maybe with an asterisk by it. Why couldn't you find a way to get Saban into a box in the stadium? I mean, if any, if there's any fan base that would say, we won't even come within two miles of the stadium. No fans We're going to put come. Nick in there six hours before the game in a box. We're going to find a way to make sure that nothing can get in or out, and then we'll pull them out of there two hours after everybody leaves. There might be a way to get them in. I mean, you think I'm kidding? I want to see him in a bubble on like the, the plastic. Like, no, there's like the, the plastic ones that people, but there's these. There used to be this thing that you would like get in, and then you you would. Oh run. yeah. You know what I'm talking then about? You like play you, football and you like yes, smash into each other smash and stuff. Into people. That way he can like run down the sidelines still oh if he gosh. has energy. I don't know. He may not even have energy. He could be like really sick. But I want to see him in that bubble running down yelling at people. Now, I could totally see Dabo doing that, but I don't know if I could see Nick Saban doing that. <laughs> and then you just be like, I can't hear you, coach. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but seriously, you could, I think you could get him into the, I don't know. I'm, I'm, maybe it's not the way I should be thinking about it. And I'm not not taking it seriously. Right. I mean, Nick Saban is in the age group or very close to the age group where this can be a very serious illness. But assuming that he is okay, right. asymptomatic and all of that, you could find a way maybe to uh, to figure that out and get him in there. But it's interesting and um, it'll be interesting to see. All right, we do uh, have, a, I'll get to caller here in just a second. But I, you're, I was going to ask you about Muschamp as well. You seem to think, as I do, that unless things just go horribly wrong you know one in nine team <laughs> that dissension may that may legit it is a possibility happen. i don't especially in this time it's hard to nobody has money i mean every school that's playing football right now is losing millions and millions mm-hmm. of dollars if there's ever a year to not buy out a coach i don't care what school you are not just south carolina it would be this one it sounds like you kind of agree yes I feel like this year is kind of like look you get a you good you got a team on the field great job yeah I mean, you almost got a trophy just for showing up, like that kind of. Now I want to win. I don't. I want to win. I don't want to go one and nine. I think we have a chance against Missouri, against Kentucky. Both those teams have already won some games. I don't know LSU. I thought that was going to be a loss. Auburn does not look good. I mean, the spread's only two and a half. I mean, Auburn has not looked good so far this year. This is a gettable game. It's a very gettable game, but we have a history of not doing well. Against Auburn. Did did I, and I, I got to look here and see if I pulled the stat or not. You guys haven't beaten Auburn since 1933? Is that is 30, that right? I think it was 32, maybe? Oh, my bad. 1930. Yeah. No, you're right. 33. How, how is that even possible? Well, I know you don't go, play him. You should don't we go play back and talk year. about when Garcia was the quarterback <laughs> and, and that, and Cam Newton was the quarterback, and we lost in the SEC? I mean, yeah. we've. Oh, we've, yes, gosh, that was a bad one. Yeah, we've been in some games. I was at Jordan Hare. And we left in the third quarter and drove all and drove back to Greenville, like in the third quarter. This it was, was that like, bad. oh, this was like oh six or oh seven. It was like we out, like it's not we even out. we out, we gone. <laughs> Jordan Hare to Greenville, just oh my like gosh. that. I've I've seen some clips of games like that Ooh, over the year yeah. too. All right, let's go back to Northland Communication phone lines. We've got Malcolm on board with us. Malcolm, what's going on, man? 
I'm good. How you guys doing? Doing good. Hey, Malcolm. Hey, how you? Uh, got uh, it's gonna when when Georgia beat Alabama Saturday, it will count because it's Nick Saban's team. He may not be there, but it's his team. So I want credit for that win. Okay. So it sounds like you're. I'll give you credit. It sounds like uh, you're confident about the dogs too, like Megan. I'm, 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 I'm optimistic. I'm not overly confident. confident. I'm optimistic about the whole thing. I think uh, it's going to be a 35-27 game either way. Mm-hmm. The weird thing so, about this game is, I is I think, yeah, I think this game could be 48-45. I think it could be the score you just gave me, and I also think it could be 17-14. I really have no clue how this thing's going to end up. And normally you got a pretty good feel for it. This, this thing could end up anywhere. You've got it right in the middle. I don't think it's going to be 17-14, but i got one more question. I mean, i got one more statement. Um, South Carolina will beat Auburn this week. I w- I'm there guaranteeing that win. Oh, I right, guarantee. Have a good night. <laughs> Thanks, well, Malcolm. Malcolm coming in hot, man, Ooh, with a, a Georgia and a South Carolina. Um I know it was Vanderbilt, and not only was it Vanderbilt last week, it was a depleted Vanderbilt, but See? you guys started getting it together <laughs> you last did, week. did, and I hate to hear that. They've only got 53 people that can play, <laughs> you know, only 53 scholarships, whatever. They played. We won. And we didn't win by two. Yeah. We didn't win by, you know, five. We handily won. Colin Hill looked good. Kevin Harris is a beast. Yeah, that's a great find for you guys. Why we don't go to him more. It's like once we, you know, well, he'll run for like a thousand yards real quick, and then we'll start to throw and not do anything, and then he'll run for another thousand yards. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, that's good stuff. It'll it'll be that uh, should be a good one. All right, let's go back to the Northern Communication phone lines. Clemson dominates is on with us. What's up, Clemson dominates? Hey guys, uh, first of all, if this Braves game was a uh, little league game, they would call it because it's ten run rule. Um, I think. Yeah, I think secretly, most. Of, <laughs> I think secretly, most of the Braves players would uh, wish that that were the case. And will not have, would not have to suffer through the next six innings, but unfortunately they're going to have to just uh, they're going to have to bite the bullet on this one. Um, as far as Nick Saban, uh, you guys remember that uh, movie with John Travolta, the boy in the plastic bubble, right? <laughs> yeah, yes. You're going way back. Yes. Yeah, See. So, but... uh, so, yeah. So they got away, you know. And then if he needs to go talk to the team, he can put on that spaceman suit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, it can be done. We shouldn't even, be laughing, but we have to. But don't you we? can sponsor this. I mean, the Bama bubble, like it's it, this can sponsor. Be, oh my gosh, this can, this can be something. It could be. Yeah, exactly. And then they could even make a you know one of those uh, after school movies or whatever about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do they do those anymore? They don't do after school specials anymore, do they? <laughs> no, because no, there's too I, much. I I'm, I'm, I'm dating myself. Sorry, you know, I'm just going. <laughs> show my true age here but um as far as uh trevor lawrence goes i want to get you guys uh, take on this uh, yes or no answer because i know he can do it um he's uh throwing 355 passes without an imp do you think he's going to get at least 89 to get to the record of 444 or do you think i mean the next three games are very favorable they're getting matchups that we should uh dominate them um and if he throws the ball like he did against miami it should be no problem because he was not, it wasn't really close to any interceptions. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, you think it's uh, going to happen? 
you'll have more stats than I will. I'm just going from what I know. That's if he even gets a chance. Yes. I mean, he's been, you know, the first couple of games he's pulled after the first quarter because y'all are up. Yeah, it might so, take him five games. Yeah, so it depends, passes. again, how close the games are. I think if it was normal and he wasn't, you know, coming out of the games, absolutely. I'm going to disagree, and it's nothing against Trevor Lawrence. I mean, with streaks like this, there's an element of luck involved, right? I mean, a ball can be tipped. You can throw it to a wide receiver, kind of like the uh, interception you guys had in the Tennessee game. Pass right in Shai Smith's hands mm -hmm. that he probably catches 19 times out of 20. It slips out of his hands. Tennessee picks it off, takes it back for a touchdown. I just feel like there's a luck factor, and that's nothing negative Clemson dominates about Trevor Lawrence. But... I don't think it's going to necessarily end on Trevor Lawrence throwing a terrible pass. I think it's going to end on a Just tipped ball or a 50-50 ball that gets batted up in the air and the safety comes over and grabs it or something like that. Maybe that doesn't well, happen for three or four more games and he gets the record. It would be a great record to have. Yeah, I mean, 89 passes. But I mean, he could do it. I'm hoping he gets it done because if he does, I think it's a guarantee uh, as well as to go along with an undefeated record of Clemson's uh, first Heisman Trophy winner because if he gets that record, there's they'll just be talking about that record all season. That he's the all-time NC AA leader. That is a good, uh, you know, that in a Heisman moment um, will get you there. And, and I think the biggest beneficiary of the staggered start to the season in the Heisman Trophy race is Trevor Lawrence because he was at least partly responsible for the we want to play movement that kind of got going on during yep. the summer. And then he started out so well, and you're seeing how poised he is. They played at night on national TV a couple of times, and the spotlight's truly been on him. There's been no Justin Fields. Spencer Rattler and De'Eric King were getting a lot of preseason hype. They're not getting any hype anymore. I think at this point it really is Trevor's to lose, and unless he has a really big down moment, I know he's going to New York. I think there's a good chance Travis Etienne's going say, to New I York. I think his biggest competition is his own teammate. It, it is. Yeah. Because you talk about a you know 350 or 400, however many passes he needs to uh, to get there. I mean, Travis Etienne could be the all-time ACC leading rusher this weekend. He went off yes like anyone that had any doubt that that dude can run mm -hmm. not that anybody did but yeah or how well i mean he hit that one switch he kind of like you know the little stutter step and i was like oh. yeah <laughs> and he was that gone was sick yes. so it'll be interesting clemson dominates but it sounds like you're on trevor for heisman i would not argue against you right now and i think travis etn is a close number two yeah i think it's a big advantage because his main competition was going to be justin fields but they're going to be playing Three fewer games, but so his stats will never uh, get up to where Trevor's are. So I just, that's a good uh, point too. It's a it's a big advantage. I also um, yeah, I just think that um, Clemson's got everything rolling, and if they play the way they did against Miami, I don't think anybody else has a chance. So. No. I'm in agreement with you. Clemson dominates, man. Thanks for the call. We All appreciate right, you. Thank right. you. Always good to hear from Clemson Dominates as well. All right, we're going to take one more break here, and Megan and I are going to continue. We talked a little bit about South Carolina. We haven't even talked about Clemson Georgia Tech yet, so we're definitely going to do that, hit on the NFL a little bit in the uh, final segment of the hour. Megan Heidelberg here with me. I'm Mark Childress. This is the Mark Childress Show.
A new generation of whey protein is here. Get the best quality and maximum performance with Whey Plus Superior Absorption Protein. Whey Plus combines collagen peptides, fermented BCAAs, an enzyme blend, and vitamins and minerals to maximize protein absorption, boost muscle building, and recovery. Get 26 grams of protein and 7.5 grams of BCAAs per scoop. Take your muscle growth to the next level with Whey Plus. Go to UpstateMuscle.com and use code BEN for 20% off your order at UpstateMuscle.com. What are real people saying about Skechers ArchFit footwear? Joe from Hilton Head says, I need arch support and these shoes have it. Joe, Skechers ArchFit don't just have arch support, they have podiatrist certified arch support that was developed with over 20 years of data. Next, Pete from New York writes, great for walking. I stand a lot of work and the ArchFit keeps me comfortable. My feet don't feel tired at the end of the day. Okay, Pete gets it. He's walking, working, just living in Skechers ArchFit. These shoes are great for virtually everybody. Find podiatrist certified Skechers ArchFit at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Other banks charge fees on savings and checking accounts. Doesn't sound good, does it? Capital One reimagined banking. So it sounds more like this. With Capital One, you can open an account with no fees or minimums in five minutes. Get started now at a Capital One location or online. Sound good to you? This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? For consumers only. Approval required. Offered by Capital One NA member FDIC. Copyright 2018 Capital One. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Welcome back into the Mark Childress Show. Mark Childress here. I've got special guest Megan Heidelberg in with me for one more segment here. Uh, if you're listening in your car, on the app, in an internet browser, come on over to Facebook. We're on the Roar's Facebook page. Uh, we're also on the Mark Childress Show Facebook page. And uh, we were talking rap at the commercial break. So see what you missed. You can't hear it on the radio side. You can come hear it on the Facebook side uh, when we were talking about Beth it. Webb's like, Usher, yeah, girl. Yeah, there we go. And some great comments coming in here as well. Hey, if you want to get on the phone, so we've got a lot of calls so far today. It uh, looks like we've got a few more uh, on hold as well. 864-654-7627. 864-654-7627. So, uh, Megan, we put up a poll on Facebook as well. Who's going to win between South Carolina and Auburn? And it's about 80% people picking Auburn so far. You are picking South Carolina or your Gamecocks. I got to pick my Gamecocks. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> I'm realistic, you know. Yes. Uh, I know, but. No, you don't just always pick with your heart. No. You like actually think this stuff through and you still think the Gamecocks. Yeah, are and especially after Malcolm's guarantee, that kind yeah. of say, yes, get more confident. Do you remember last year we were doing the, the ring and I was a big Bo Nix fan? Oh, big time. Yes. I mean, he was a freshman. I was like, you know, he looked good. I can't, sometimes you go through that kind of sophomore slump. Mm-hmm. I get it, but he hasn't impressed me as much this year. Oh, that's they a good point. They should have lost to Arkansas. They got robbed. Uh, Arkansas got Arkansas robbed. Arkansas got Legit robbed. Legit so, robbed. You yeah, know. Chad Morris down there, too. And, you know, when he came in and had Taj Boyd, and just it was an instant impact. And those two just seemed to have this connection from almost the first time that, that Taj stepped on the field. And... I, I'm hoping that that develops with Bo. I mean, I've been a big fan of Chad Morris, and I'm hoping it develops with him, but for your sake, maybe one more week. Yeah, let it develop in a little before, while. Have to, yeah, not this week. Before it gets down the road. <laughs> not, not, this, not this week. Good stuff. All right, let's go back to the Northland Communication phone lines. We've got Kemper on with us. Kemper, what's up? Hey, Mark and Megan. It's Kemper and Anna from Greenville. Oh, what's really? up, some, some fellow Gamecocks in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, we are, and I think we're going to score the victory this weekend against Auburn. Gamecocks by seven. 
by seven. I like that. On a like late, is going to be like a carrot, uh, Kevin Harris like breakthrough, or we're going to have a defense, a pick six? Because we always, it's always the crazy stuff. I could, I could definitely see a Kevin Harris score right towards the end to ice it. I could definitely see that. Hey, I, I don't care if the the punter scores as long as if we're if we if we get that victory, that's going to be good stuff. Right, that streak, nineteen thirty three. That's crazy. I know that I, it's it is, insane. It is, it is, but but I tell you this: we need to play four quarters of football, not yes. two. Four quarters of football. The last couple of weeks, we've been playing halves, not not full games, and uh, they got to bring them out, hitting on all eight cylinders. Absolutely. Well, come out. I mean, you know, with Tennessee, it was like that with Florida. The first quarter was like, oh, okay, look at us. And then second <laughs> quarter was like, what, where we go? And then, you know, you got to play from behind. And it's, yeah, so I'm with you, Kimber. Four quarters, and it could be, it could be something. Got to have a crazy defensive play, too. And if the Vanderbilt game is any indication, we want it to rain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rain. Whatever it takes. It's going to be cold. Uh, yeah, I don't think it it's going to be cold, hopefully. It will be cold. So hopefully that'll go our way. Yes, I like it. Spurs up, Kemper. Spurs up. Awesome. All right. Hey, Kemper, thanks for the call. You guys are starting to talk to me, so I'm still going Auburn. I mean, I, I will make well, my I picks later in the Carolina. week. Carolina, you just switched. You just switched in the break. It, it's hard. Well, I picked Carolina for you. I oh, asked okay. when we did oh, the poll. Okay. I said, okay. who would you choose? Okay. Okay. And I picked South Carolina. I think it's really close. I was completely stunned by the spread. When it was that close, I started to doubt myself. Did you think there was supposed to be like a one in front of it? Like. <laughs> I just thought it was going to be a larger. So I don't know what I thought yeah. it was when I saw two and a half. I'm like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Vegas thinks this thing's going to be really close. What, what time's kickoff? Noon. It's noon. It's a noon. Because you said it was going to be cold. Is it going to be cold at noon on yeah. Saturday? It's supposed to be like 47, 42. Oh, goodness. The morning. Yeah. Okay. You going down to the game? No. Okay. Nope. Noon kickoff with Auburn. All right. I'll ruminate on this. I don't know. Okay. Yep. I don't know. This is a toss-up. There's a lot of games. So we do this roar pick them every week. There's right. about 10 games. And a lot of weeks, I'll just see the pick them come out. And on eight of them, I'm like, done. I got this. I think I was on that like that on like two of them this week. There's so many games that I feel like are total toss-ups. There's a lot of games like that in the ACC this week as well. It's just going to be strange. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. All right. Clemson, Georgia Tech. What are your thoughts on, on the Tiger? I think. You know, here's a stat for you. Let me see if I can uh, track it down down here. Give me a good, give me a good, George. An astonishing note. This is from Nachos and Analysis. He's great uh, on Twitter. Um, An astonishing note, considering Clemson has played at Georgia Tech 60 times in series history. Clemson will be looking to win its third consecutive road game at Georgia Tech for the first time ever. Clemson has never won three straight games at Georgia Tech. Ever. Tech. Owns the record. I mean, they are ahead in the series. Yes, they're ahead in the series. So, mm-hmm. and this is the first time though that Tech has hosted a number one team since Notre Dame back in 1980. Be the first time a number one team has come in. Oh wow! Yeah. That being said, it ain't going to mean anything. Y'all are going to come in, and you're going to be now. Tech's quarterback, the freshman Jeff Sims. He's yes. a, he, he's pretty legit. He's a real he's deal. Rookie year. He's going to be good. It's not going to be good enough against Clemson's defense. And Clemson's offense will just put up points. So, so I mean, so Clemson's winning this game. I have no Is doubt in my mind. 30, what's the spread? Like thirty-four? I think the spread's twenty-seven. Oh, okay. I don't think they win by that much. So there's there's a couple of things that give me pause on why it might be close. Um, number one, Grantfield 
up until recently has been a house of horrors for Clemson. And I just feel like that they would go down there. Uh, Deshaun got hurt down there. And then, you know, we threw two interceptions. Suddenly we lose the game. We should have won. A lot of weird things always happen down at Grant Field. And also, this is game number five. And I'm a superstitious sort. Oh. And last year, game number five. North Carolina, uh, the 21-20 win. Mm-hmm. The two years before that were the Syracuse games where Trevor got hurt and then the Syracuse game up in, uh, yep. all in that week five area or game five area. Now, the other week years they had a bye week coming up. So you could say, well, maybe Clemson's letting their guard down before the bye week. But this is the week. This is the weird week where it doesn't go right for Clemson. With all that said, I think like five things would have to go disastrously wrong for it even to be a close game. I think Clemson will win it. You know, I'll make my official pick on Saturday. You know, 42-17. Like, kind of like this last week, but, but does uh, your, that would give me pause. Your week five, does it not, like, that superstition not get, you know, superseded by just 2020 in general? 2020. Well, the baby they cancel out. So that cancels out. So it's, all, it's, it's even playing field. Or does it make yeah. it worse? I mean, are you just making the week five superstition even, even and weirder. putting it in, like, a fast forward gear or something like that? But I, I think, I don't know if Clemson covers a spread. I'll figure it out before the week's over. They will win the game. Yeah. But this is a week and the time of year where if you want to get Clemson, this would be the time to get them. Now, what? Because we didn't talk about this earlier in the Miami game about Trevor getting fired up a little bit. I know Dabo didn't like it. He kind of shut down. Was like, "Hey, don't stoop to that level." As a football fan, I kind of like. I was like, "Oh, he's human." Yes. Finally, some. You know what I mean? Because he's always just so much better. And I don't mean this in a bad way. He's so much better mm-hmm. than everybody, and always does the right thing. And say so he's human, and he has emotion. I liked seeing it. I thought, you know, he got fired up. It was still. Not a, you know, not bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they used to spike the ball back in the day. They did, and, and run in his mouth. And there were some other times in the game where he was doing it. Clearly, I mean, obviously, two targeting penalties where two guys got kicked out of the game. And you could tell, I'm not saying those penalties were intentional, but you could tell that Miami was trying to be very, very they physical, physical with him. Absolutely. And uh, to get a little angry, Trevor, I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> I think the other teams are probably like, oh, great. Y'all had a fire. Yeah. He's going to come in real fired up for everybody yep. else. but. And Clemson also, at the end of the game, I, I think it, I, I, I don't want to use the term animosity, but I think there's something, and I don't know if it's just that game or in general between Clemson and Miami, but if you watched all the way to the end of the game, Clemson had their backups in, and they were running the two-minute offense late and got down like inside the five-yard line and yeah. were trying to quick snap and get into the end zone. I kind of feel a little bit of that might have all been related, like hey, guys, we don't really appreciate some of the stuff you did today, right. so we're going to kind of put one in your eye. I've never seen I've never seen a Clemson team do that up. under Dabo. Yeah. Never seen it, and we saw that a little bit. So I thought that might have had something to do with it as well. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. I mean, uh, it is good to see. So a number of things have happened to humanize Trevor Lawrence over the last six months. Yeah. He got engaged. Getting married. Yep, and he did it down the field with the pictures uh-huh. and all of that. Obviously, he was a part of some of the social justice movement, the We Want to Play movement mm-hmm. and all of that. I just, such maturity and not that he was guarded, but Deshaun was a little bit the same way. I didn't feel like Deshaun really ever opened himself up to the media right. a lot when he played and was very laid back and, you know, the whole world's crashing around you and he's just, you know, tossing the ball around. Trevor was the same way. I, I've liked that side of Trevor 
not that he's grown up or matured, but I actually feel like it was a sign of maturity that he got mad on the field, where normally it would be reverse, and I'd say, right. that's a childish move. For him, I almost felt like it was him letting himself go a little bit, and I'm okay with that. That's what I'm saying. It, it made him human. Yeah. Because, you know, he, regardless, you know, sports figures, especially someone like a Trevor that does all the right things, they are heroes, and people look up to him, and it's like, listen, you, you're going to lose your, your, your cool sometimes. Someone has taken the breath out of you. You're, you get fired up. Football's mm-hmm. a physical game. You're supposed to get fired up. Yeah. Now, you don't take your helmet off and start beating people. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, yeah. you know, I think about that, the Browns and, and Pittsburgh game. But that's, that's That game's this weekend. That'll I be the rematch. Yep. It was a year ago, you know, like almost that that happened. But, yeah, it was good to see him get... I, I like seeing him get fired up, and he handled yep. it well. And you know, that was like, "Oh, come on, you're not. Don't stoop to that level." And, and he'll he'll slow his roll, but it was good. And uh, Billy Sigmund gets in on uh, Facebook. This is a really good point, Billy. Uh, Trevor had his breakout game as a freshman and won the starting job down yep. at Georgia Tech. And, and he essentially did. And he had a throw in that ball game to Hunter Renfro where he was on the run and Hunter was kind of cutting towards the end zone. And he throws it over one guy in between two others. And Hunter catches it for a touchdown. And I, I was with Faxon at the time. And I'm like, that's a that's an NFL throw. Like, hey, this dude's this kid's like 18 years old making yeah. throws. That's not supposed to happen when you see something like that. that that was the first time where I really saw it on the field where he could be super special. Is it last year he had some like cross body throw that went like see, and we're like what? <laughs> How did he do that? Yes, it's uh, he's he's quite talented, and I'd love to see the Heisman run that he's getting. And you're also seeing a lot of NFL scouts. Not just saying that he's the number one pick in the draft, but that he is one of the best quarterback, you know, picks that they've ever seen coming out of the draft. I mean, if you went into a lab and built a quarterback in size and height and stature, it would look like it's fast. Yeah, it looks just like him. It would look exactly like him. So he he checks all of those boxes, which some teams just draft off that. That's why Mitch Trubisky gets picked over Deshaun Watson. Mitch Trubisky was a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger arm, and he fit the mold better, so the Bears took him instead of uh, Deshaun. That doesn't always mean it's going to be successful, but I think there's... Yeah, future is very bright for Trevor Lawrence to go to the Washington football team and have a historic multi-Super Bowl career. Oh, Alex, can Alex not just come out now? Like, do you know I can't worry about these players anymore? Like, yeah. you see, like, you know, Alex yeah. Smith. Alex like, Smith. Oh, gosh, yeah. yes. Like, okay, you, you came back. Now, just please get off the field because my heart can't take seeing him. And he got, I mean, it was pouring down rain. And once Alex Smith came in, they just started like full house blitzing every play. How many times? He got tackled like 10 times. That dude. And I felt the same thing. Did you see the, the documentary? Yes. On him? Yes. And if you guys don't know the Alex Smith story, I'll talk about more uh, about this in hour Thanks. number two, but 17 leg surgeries. He had a life-threatening died. infection. Yeah, he almost died. Like they, there were a couple of surgeries where they went to him and said, well, we can try another surgery or we can amputate your, your leg. leg. And he would say, do another one. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing he, that he came his back. Heart, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, he made his comeback. He mm-hmm. played in another game. And I was like, please just leave graceful. I don't want to see him get hurt again. Well, I, he's not going to start this week. I don't know if he'll play some more this season. He didn't play all that great. But again, just the fact that he, the like. comeback is what. Yeah. Went into crazy. the game, completed a pass, and then got out of the game was enough. And, yeah. uh yeah, it's just a, it's an amazing story, but I'm I'm in this weird. You know how I am about my Washington I know. team. I haven't called them the Redskins yet. Right. I've done it every show. Yeah, it's so hard. You like that? Yeah. Yes, and I and I keep catching myself. But um, I said three wins before the season. I don't know if we'll get that. Dwayne Haskins is 
not the starter anymore. He's, uh, I just read again today he he's sick, sick again, and they, they're sending him back home. So there's all kinds of weirdness going on with, uh, with them. So yeah, it's strange stuff. Your Washington team. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not good. Not good at all. All right, and we got a couple minutes before we got to turn you loose. Let's get back to your family. Um, Saturday, or Saturdays, Monday through Friday, 9 o'clock, WSPA, your yeah. Carolina with Jack and Megan. We're doing it. Are you talking sports a lot on there? I, I've been talking about that. You, you just see, have I, me on, and I'll come on I, and talk sports no, with you. No, I try. So, you know, Jack and Jamarcus, I love them. Yes. They don't love the sports as much. No, as Jack's they do wife not. loves. She, I can talk Gamecock football with her. She loves it. She knows. You bring her on for a segment every week. <laughs> Miss Mary knows all about it. Uh, Jack and Jamarcus um, are very good at other things talking. So sometimes I'll talk, and they'll just <laughs> nod and let me talk. And I'm like, okay. Was it the sports <laughs> thing was, really awesome? Yeah. And they're, yay, yeah, sports. Yeah, was that? That was good. That was good. So that's funny. Yes. Well, yeah, you need to you need to get somebody in there talking sports with you on the regular because I know how much you love it and uh, and doing all this. This was fun having this you here. Fun. It's just you got to start time. doing this more often. Hey, you know, I'm here when you need me. You know, you are welcome to come in and hang out with me uh, anytime you want. We we're supposed to have Richmond, so it was uh, Megan Richmond. Self basically did uh, a show here in the studios called The Ring. We did that for a couple of years. Rachel Everett helped us a lot, yep. but she was always traveling and on the road and things like that. So it was kind of nice to have a little mini reunion. But we'll get uh, we'll get rich in here one week uh, soon and have you back. I love it. Good. It's fun. You have a great show. Your callers and viewers and listeners are awesome. So good, good, good product, Mark. Good you job. Do. Thank you very much. It was an honor to uh, have you here. All right, we've got uh, one hour of the show left. It will be without Megan. That's going to make us all uh, very sad. I'm going to be bringing facts and. In here we're going to go uh, deep on a couple of the college football games uh we'll start getting our heads around that i'm going to check the brave score at the break and uh probably not be very happy about it but we are going to talk about the series braves are still going to be up 2-1 after today i think there's a lot to unpack there as well so long megan heidelberg thank you mark thank you very much for being here this is the mark children's show Broadcasting live from the Priority One Security Studios, WCCP 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT, 1560 Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg, the Upstate's number one choice for sports. We are the Roar. It's the Great American Gun Show this weekend and easily at the Upper State Fairgrounds. Buy, sell, and trade. Saturday, 9 to 